What is up, everyone? My name is Nathan Fair, and this is Debating for America's Youth. So this is my first podcast, so this is probably going to be a little bit more shaky than the other ones, but I'm just going to kind of get a feel for how this whole podcast thing works. And if you guys support it, please uh, send me an email, uh, follow my podcast, follow my YouTube channel, follow my blog to show your support. Um, if you have any questions, definitely just email them to me, send me a message. I would love to take your questions. Um, so Debating for America's Youth is a nonprofit, and we mainly focus on helping kids with speaking, public speaking, debating, and high school clubs through our YouTube channel and blog, um, which is Debating for America's Youth. You can look them both up, uh, debatingyouth.wordpress.com. But we also integrate ourselves into classes, uh, into public schools, and also into private tutoring classes. Um, So you you guys should definitely go check us out there. But right now we're going to be going over a blog about basic public speaking skills to help you all become the best public speakers you can be. So everyone, no matter who they are and what circumstance there is, has to have a time where they have to speak in public, whether it's a presentation, an office meeting, maybe it's just a speech. But anyway, anywhere you go, on any direction you go with your life, you will have to speak in front of people. So it's critical you know the skills and the tips to be able to give the best speech possible. So when I give speeches, there's a couple, five general tips I follow to make sure I'm giving the best speech. Number one. Make sure you're confident. So whenever I'm giving a speech, I want to make sure that I'm as confident as I can be to make sure that my speech comes off a lot better and a lot more confident. See, the thing is, even if you don't feel, like, even if you don't think you're coming across confident, if you feel confident and you think confident thoughts, your speech will come off more confident. People will be more likely to believe you. You'll have a more impactful speech. But if you come up there and you don't believe in yourself, as, as ironic or maybe as silly as it might sound, it will actually affect your speech quality. So when you're giving a speech, make sure to sound confident or at least have confident thoughts in your head so that when you get up and give a speech, it'll come off more confident. That was tip number one. Now tip number two is to make sure you practice. Now everyone knows that you need to practice to make perfect, but I can give you a couple of general tips to make sure that your practicing is the most effective it can be. So number one, after you've written out your speech or your presentation, whatever it is, you want to make sure you start by recording yourself speaking. So after you read it over and you want to make sure you're starting to actually get that deeper level thinking, I always record out my speeches into like an audio recording and then listen to it back because then you can tell if you're using the same words over and over, if you have a filler word like um or you stutter in a certain place or maybe you just use the same word like like a bunch of times. You can see if those words are coming up in your speech to make sure that you're not repeating yourself or getting kind of annoying. You can see kind of how your speech sounds. Now, after you do that and you feel confident with that, if you don't, go back and re-record it. If you feel confident, I would move on to the next step, which is what I do and is give a speech in front of the mirror. So giving a speech in front of the mirror, so now that you've eliminated your, your words that you repeat too much or your phrases that you don't like using, the giving a speech in front of a mirror helps with how your eyes, where your eyes go when you're giving a speech, where your hands go. Hand motions are very important, and we'll cover that later, but 
The main thing is you want to make sure that your hands are not going crazy. You want to you do have hand motion, um, but you don't want to make sure that your hands are flaring about. So I would say that on your the words that you want to be most impactful, like if you're like thirty billion dollars, you you bring your hand up for thirty and then bring it down for thirty billion dollars to make sure you impact it. But don't don't move your hand up and down for every single thing you're making. Only the most impactful points. So you can see kind of some triggers like that when you're giving a speech in front of the mirror. And then finally, give it in front of friends and family. Before I give a speech for Congress debate or for a presentation, I go in front of my family, my friends, and I just get my speech in front of other people as many times as I can. See, the main thing is a lot of us feel confident about our speaking, but when we have to do it in front of other people, we get a lot more nervous and we, 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 it, we give a worse speech. So it's better to practice in front of people so that when you actually give a speech in front of other people, you're accustomed to it and you're able to give the best speech you can. So that's a really good tip and make sure you guys are practicing like that to utilize your time most efficiently. Number three, you want to make sure that you have adequate research. Now I have a YouTube video outlining the research, but when you give a speech, you want to make sure that you're following a general outline and this includes where your research is placed and how to research. So the general outline is you want to have your intro quote, so a good impactful quote to start off your speech with. Um, I have started downloading a bunch of quotes from Confucius. Um, I have some from Bill Clinton, from JFK. You want to have some good quotes. So, for instance, if you want to inspire people to go do something or to pass a bill or whatever it is, I start off with this quote. A journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Confucius. And then you can say, and just like that, I want to make sure that we're taking that first step today in ensuring blah, blah, blah. So if you have a very impactful quote, it's able to reach it. And this is where research comes in because you want to mail to research and find some quotes because you're not going to come up with one on the spot. You're going to want to have some pre-made. So if I don't want to take something to get past, I have other quotes like, you can put wings on a pig, but that does not make an eagle, Bill Clinton. So that can be for you have a problem, but just because you have a solution does not mean it's the right solution. So you have a speech, uh, an opening that can actually be able to work against something. So whatever it is, you want to make sure you research and have some good quotes. I would recommend philosophers, scholars, former presidents, all as good sources for your, your quotes. Then you want to go into two main contentions, which is two main points you're trying to get across. So with your overall point, you want to say for the two reasons of blank and blank, I, I want you to stand in negation or end the affirmation or do this or not do this. So you want to have two general points. And under those, you want to have three specific things. You want to make your claim, so what your main argument is for each of those contentions or those main points. Then claim, warrant. Uh, a claim data, which is your data. So this is where you want to get like a, a statistic. Um, I suggest a very impactful statistic. So when I was having my debate on birthright citizenship, or yeah, give my speech, I made sure to impact it, give a data point, which was, listen, Im legal immigrants every year come to our country and they leave and they send back $69 billion of money from foreign countries. So I can easily impact that. I can give a data, which is like, look, $69 billion. And I don't remember the, the statistic or where it's from right off. But you want to make sure that you're able to have a statistic that's tangible and that you're able to cite where it's from. And then after that, you warrant it, which means how does this relate? So how does $69 billion relate to anything? Well, I can say, look, $69 billion is the reason we can't have birthright. So you pretty much have to bring it back to your contention. And then finally, the impact. So... 
every time you give an impact, you want to have it in, in bodies, which is money, or no, bodies or dollars. So you want to have it, how many lives with this impact and how many how many billions or millions of dollars with this impact. So I can say, look, the impact is millions of small businesses will have to burden the pain of having mil- billions of dollars leave our economy. So you can say, or millions of Americans will lose their jobs because the money is leaving our economy. Or you can talk about billions of dollars in GDP loss, whatever it is, you want to make sure you warrant it. Or... 10,000 people are going to die today. Whatever it is, you want to make sure that you're, you're impacting it because I don't care if there's if there's a 75% increase in potatoes. What does that mean? You want to make sure, well, the 75% increase in potatoes will actually drive 7,000 people out of our country or whatever it is. You want to make sure you have statistics to back up what you're saying. So you that's, those are very important things when you're giving a speech that you want to have. So remember that format. And then obviously close your speech together. If you gave a, sp- a opening quote, you want to tie it together. Like, so today, senators, I have offered you the plans to take that first step if you're using the Confucius quote. Or, and like I've shown you in this speech, not every not every solution is going to be the wings on a pig that will make it an eagle. Or something like that. You want to make sure you tie it all together and then give something impactful to leave your audience with. So those, that's a general format. And you can change it up depending on what you're doing. But that's a good general format so you're able to get the most points across and able to actually make sure that you're getting your contingents across in the most clear and concise way that your audience will actually like. So those are the general ways that you're supposed to give a speech and then research off of that general format. So you want to make sure that that's how you're doing that. And now tip number three, and now a lot of the times you're not going to be giving a speech based on what you know and you're not able to have this whole thing written out, but it is generally good to have that format. But if you do have to give a speech, more extemporaneously or in more impromptu kind of format, you want to make sure that you're able to, well, you you want to make sure that you're able to speak and think critically of whatever you're whatever you're talking about. So, for instance, uh, I've been started ever since I've started to debate. I started to think more critically about anything that's delivered. So, if there's a point of maybe it's like why should we build the maybe build the wall for Donald Trump, right? And maybe that's your your thing you have to debate about. Maybe you don't believe in that, but if you think critically of any topic, then you're starting to think more on either side. So this this is something that I can't really preach or teach enough. It's more comes with practice. So I totally encourage you to go and start giving speeches. You can find a bunch of topics online and just start debating about them because then you're able to come up with more arguments kind of quickly. And, and, and the whole tip with this that I'm trying to convey is that you want to make sure you're able to look at any topic critically and think about it in a critical fashion. So even if you don't believe we should build a wall and you think it's a waste of billions, trillions of dollars, you want to think, well, what are some possible arguments for this? Even if you don't know any, you might want to think of any. So for instance, let's just pretend like I am not for the wall and I don't stand on either side right now. But the main thing is I would be like, okay, well, let's think of some solutions. Let's think of something that this will actually bring if I do have to support this. And a couple things you could possibly say is, well, Illegal immigration, obviously, um, and now start, start thinking critically of this. What is what's illegal immigration lead to? What's the problems? What's the causes? Well, you can say farmers, and you can talk about jobs, but like so, you want to start thinking kind of like that in any format because a lot of the time you're not going to be able to have hours to prep. You might have to give a speech right off the top of your head, but. Let's say, for instance, it's like a boardroom meeting, and you're not sure what you're speaking about. So you want to take, you want to make sure that you're giving your speech, and you want to make sure that you're able to talk about the topic. So let's say the prompt is, um, let's say it's 
the um, growth of our company over the last 10 years. So if that's your thing, you want to make sure that everything, if you don't have something, a quote you can tie it around, you want to make sure that you're focusing on that intently. So for instance, if it's the growth of our company, well, since it's growth, you, you know that our company grew. So you begin with, uh, you know, this past year or this over the 10 years, our company has grown exponentially, right? You, you open it with that. And then you go into, well, let's look specifically into that. Like just break down, break, break down the question really or the prompt into individual parts and then analyze each part and the different parts of your speech and wrap it all together and present it. So you could be presenting absolutely nothing but tie it together like you're you're giving this beautiful idea. The main thing is you want to make sure you're able to tie everything together and analyze each individual part of the prompt to make sure you're able to actually deliver the best system you want to give. So even if you don't know very much, you can give more of a good better speech throughout your speech format. So th that's what you must be able to do. Um, right now, I'm not going to continue the last two steps. I have a video entitled Five Public Speaking Tips on my YouTube channel. Um, definitely go check that out, Debating for America's Youth. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe uh, to finish the rest of the tips. Um, I, If you guys enjoyed, please follow my blog or my podcast. I don't really know how this works, quite frankly. I just got this today. Um, but I would appreciate that. Um, I'm going to be getting a mic soon, so my audio quality should be better. Um, but I'm going to start trying to upload two times a week with uh, more complete tips, um, hopefully in our segments. Um, so if you guys are interested, I would love it if you guys could follow my, my thing, give me a like, follow, follow me personally on Twitter or Instagram. That'd be awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you guys have a great day and a great rest of your week. And good luck with your speeches. And remember, if you have any questions, just ask.